This Off-Grid Podcast with Ralph and Vicki is brought to you by Easton, advancing archery's legacy since 1922. Basemap, number one preferred hunting GPS app. Browning, the best there is. Bass Pro and Cabela's, your adventure starts here. Hoyt, get serious, get Hoyt. Trueglow, when brightness counts, count on Trueglow. Off-Grid Podcast with Ralph and Vicki is also brought to you by Alps Outdoors, Delta McKenzie Targets, Muddy Outdoors, New Archery Products, Cyclops, Boss Buck, and Spy Point Trail Cameras. Welcome to this episode of our podcast, Ralph and Vicky's Off Grid. And guess where we're at? We are here in New Mexico with Brian Newell. You know, our crew's been hunting with Brian for years. Literally, well, I think 10 years, huh, Brian? Yes, I think so. Somewhere in there, um, 2011, I think, was the first time. Yeah, and we're on 2020. And I think we're all praying to get 2020 the hell out of here, aren't we? Get past no this, doubt. yes. We need to get out of 2020. I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> but Vicky and I came down. Brian had us come down for mule deer, a private land hunt. And before we even get into this, we wanted to just, you know, one of the biggest things that, that we all struggle with, and that is putting the time in to draw where do you want to hunt and all this stuff and and you know how many preference points i have huh bry and new mexico's not like that no new mexico is pretty unique there's not a lot of states that do it like new mexico where new mexico doesn't require or have um preference points so everybody has the same chance every year which is really in my opinion is is a great system because uh there's other states out there that you know it'll take you 20 years you you have to have 20 some points to draw a tag and each year that's costing you money yeah well money and i mean time you know um you know that 20 years think about that (laughs) That's a lot of long yeah. time to be sitting on the sidelines. And there's a lot of places, like we said, a lot of states. I mean, we have preference points in states that we know that we're never going to get drawn forever. No. Right. Yeah. So it it's a nice uh, it's a nice setup. I like it. It works well. Um, you know, it is hard to draw a tag, but that's because New Mexico is a great place to hunt. That's, oh, that's game, a fact game right rich. There. Yeah. And now, Brian, how long you been outfitting? I've been outfitting for 22 years. Man, so you must have started when you were... Be nice. About, About, yeah. So now, after all this, I mean, you do mule deer, you do elk, you do antelope. Um, I always say gemsbuck, but oryx, right? Oryx, yeah. Um, Yeah. Turkeys. Turkeys. I mean, you pretty much do it all. Yeah. Uh, Is there a favorite? I, I have always loved elk hunting. That's that's really my thing that's that's what we do that's our primary deal here um and i've loved it since i was a kid uh i grew up in colorado and um you know growing up there you get to see a lot of animals but typically not a lot of great ones so as i was growing up you'd see you'd see some big bulls in magazines and stuff we didn't have the internet back then. You <laughs> <laughs> had to wait for the ma- monthly magazine to come. I'm there out. with yeah. you, buddy. Yep. I'm there so, with you. So uh, you see, you see magazine articles and stuff like that. 
of big bulls in New Mexico, and I just decided that that I'd it come was to New Mexico and, and give it a shot, and been here been here ever since. So uh, it's been good, but that's primarily what we do is the elk hunting. Yeah, that's your bread and butter. I mean, and you can tell. I mean, you and and Christian and your son is is out there guiding with you as well. Yep, he's uh, he's just finishing. In fact. I talked to him earlier today, and he finished his la- one of his last classes today. Did he? And he graduates in uh, in a, in just a few days. That away, buddy! Congratulations, that's Christian. Awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. So yeah, he'll um, when he gets done, he's gonna be guiding full time with me. And you know, of course, we got other guides too. Yep. But um, he'll he'll finally get to spend more time here and. Uh, He's been back and forth between college, helping guiding and stuff like that. But that's kind of a tough deal trying to get school and yeah. guiding all that stuff. But you so. know, one of the things that we, that we noticed, like especially like, let me see, yesterday, I I shot my buck. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. I shot mine this and morning. And this morning you shot yours. <laughs> and you know we've we've seen deer every day. We've we've seen bucks, except excluding the one miserable raunchy high wind snow yeah yesterday morning was horrible wow yeah um huh i mean that's not normal here is it no i mean we can get yeah we can get storms obviously and some we do definitely get wind during the winter time but typically most of our winter conditions come after christmas yeah not the beginning of december yeah no so you know usually usually these december hunts are are still cold or pretty chilly but uh typically not a lot of snow and so um it's new mexico has a lot of sun and nice clear that's why you're here we yeah because you like the warm weather don't you buddy (laughs) i don't like the cold (laughs) that's funny because well when we were out when we were hunting out here this this week here yep and you know the biggest thing is we go out and we drive around you get to different vantage points and we glass and then you go back in the truck and you drive around you look for a different vantage point and then when we would spot one we'd go on figure out which way the wind's blowing and and head into and try getting you know right getting a shot on it make your move and I really enjoyed that this week because it was really cold out there this week. Well, the other thing, like Brian said, you, you know, real simple. All all of his, his private ranches are, I mean, they're, they're working cattle ranches. Right. They're used to the vehicles, but they're not used to people just walking through the bush, right? I mean. No, they, deer, our deer anyway, um, they don't like, they don't like people walking around. They see people walking around and they're going to take off. But they are used to the vehicles. Um, I mean, when you drive through, the cows come running at you. Yeah, yeah, we you know, saw cause, that. Because they're thinking the they're going to get fed, right? So it's kind of the same way with the deer. They they see vehicles driving through and they don't really don't think get a thing too worried it. about it. So it's a lot easier to actually spot them and you know even even get fairly close in the vehicle. You know, and and I mean, everybody that's listening we we know y'all understand the rut the bull the the elk elk rut you know the bugling and and i mean everything that that just has has captured all of our souls but what's really unique you have an opportunity like right now that a whole lot of people don't even realize they could be coming down here you know in december and hunting yeah december mule deer hunting is is really a great time because like you say they are 
they are getting into the rut and they're starting to follow does around and these bucks when when you get into the rut with these with these mule deer around here they don't care you can walk up on you know yep they they all they have one thing on their mind <laughs> and, and we know it. what that is <laughs> <laughs> what ralph what is it uh i'm gonna take the fifth oh on that. wait okay, ask brian yeah. see if he'll see if brian <laughs> will commit to it nope i'm not gonna do that oh, forget it chicken the off-grid podcast with ralph and vicky is brought to you by bass pro shops and cabela's for the best in hunting fishing and outdoor gear shop your local bass pro shops and cabela's in-store curbside or online your adventure starts here. Okay, so so like we've mentioned, you know, we're here in December. And and again, I want to I want to reiterate this because a whole lot of people don't realize, you know, they think, well, you know, I I had my archery season or I, I had my, you know, I had my gun season and it's it's over. But there's so many other opportunities. Just like coming here in December, you know, you got your your deer tags. Is there elk hunting now too? Actually, yeah, with our private land elk hunts, we can hunt, well, we archery hunt uh, basically the month of September, and then we can start rifle hunting October 1st and then go through December 31st. So did everyone catch that? Did you catch that? You could come down here and elk hunt through December 31st. What a way to celebrate Christmas. But be careful, it might get cold. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Huh? yeah. It, it might be chilly, but to me, yeah, I'd much rather be elk hunting in December than sitting there singing Christmas carols. Oh, I thought you wanted <laughs> to watch those romantic Christmas movies with No, your I'm mom. done with that, honey. Oh, okay, I'm just done. checking. <laughs> so on average, so you said like in, in September, you know, you're, you're basically archery elk hunting at that point. What's your average, like if you were going to say someone wanted to come out and hunt elk, you know, bow hunting elk, what would you say their average shot distance would be? Um, I would say we probably average about 30 yards, you know, for for our bow shots. Um, you know, of course, there's always there's always those long shots uh, that, you know, you don't want to take or, you know, people feel uncomfortable taking much over a certain distance or whatever. But I'd say, I'd say most are between between 10 and 50 yards and you know we kind of average in that 30 yard shot and have you ever had anyone ever miss at 10 um, get all flustered up and i know i probably would that's why i'm asking <laughs> you know it i can't remember for sure but it seems like we have but i can't remember remember any specific ones yeah and we're hunting down here near capitan new mexico and what what would you say i mean we're really close to lincoln national forest correct yep. So what would you say average size you got for your elk if someone wanted to know what you're looking at, like, you know, score-wise on a bull? Our average bull that we kill is a 300-class bull. So we are we're killing 260 to 330 most of the time. We kill a handful of bulls that are going to go in the 350-plus range. Okay. Uh, our best bull that, that we've killed on these ranches that we have are is 375. Wow. So that's a good bull. Oh, listen, if you anywhere you can go and you can average a 300 class bull with your with archery equipment is pretty damn good. Yeah, right. And, really. and, and I know you said, you know, you, you can go ahead and you can put in for a draw. 
Yeah. Or you have the private landowner also for right. elk also, correct? Yeah. So you're hunting all this private, you have private land ranches, basically, you know, you have private land and then you have the draw, but they're basically the same elk. Yeah. The, uh, you know, all the ranches that we have all border the forest and elk have a huge range. They move a lot. So they, you know, they come and go off of these ranches. Um, when the public land has hunters, the pressure, it, it pressures them and they move them onto the ranch. The ranches have water consistently because they're all working cattle ranches. So there's always water that helps that pulls them in. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just a, a lot of good bulls that, that move around a lot looking for cows and you never know. It's, it's just like any other hunting. You can go out one day and not see hardly anything. The next day you'll see a whole bunch of them. So, but they definitely move around a lot. You know, I think your your reputation precedes yourself, and I know I know you you don't boast or brag, which, which we really like that of you. But um, you have a high high return, yes. high return of, yep. of clientele. And if they if they if they get in late, they they can't you know it's filled. They're in the the following year. I mean, so they're that alone. You know, that that should tell everybody something very special. When you have customer, you know, hunters that are coming back year after year after year, that says a lot yeah. of, of what you guys do. And, and we just want to, I just want to throw that in there because you, you run a hell of a camp, buddy. And Thanks. it's a family operation, right. which is awesome. Yeah. And Your I, wife, it, Kelly, does all the cooking and yeah. she's put pounds on us this week already. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chicken yeah. fried elk steaks? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How about and, the stew yesterday? Oh, elk oh meatball stew? Gosh. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, uh, yeah. In fact, we're going to warm some of that up soon, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so, because okay, lunch is coming up. But. It is. It is. But here, so for the draw, like like if you just had, you know, you know what I mean, what would you say your percentage of people drawing on an average per year is? Well... We typically run about 10% draw success. So, okay. you know, one in 10 are going to draw a tag. And that's that's pretty much across the board, archery, muzzleloader, rifle, whatever it is. And that's getting in the special outfitter draw, right? That's in the outfitter So explain pool. that to us. So New Mexico has it set up where there's a resident draw pool, a non-resident draw pool, or an outfitter's draw pool. The outfitters and the non-resident get, let's see. A certain percentage. Yeah, a certain right? percentage. Yeah. I was trying to think of what it was. I think it's 16% total of the tags in that unit. So 10% go to the outfitter's pool, 6% go to the general public non-resident pool. So in other words, and I don't mean, so, so in other words, it's going to increase your odds coming to you yeah. to go through the appli- for the application. For sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're yeah. there. All right. There's definitely more people applying on their own than there are through outfitters. So you apply through an outfitter, and it increases your odds of drawing a tag. Okay. So here's a, so you have private landowner tags, though, too. So <clears throat> if you go and you put in for the draw and you don't get it, then do you have the opportunity for one of the landowner tags? 
so does it work I, with you? What I do with with my hunters is it's it's actually tougher to do this now because I'm getting booked so far out with my private land stuff. Right. But what I've what I have done and what I still do with my hunters is if they want to book a private land hunt, they can they can book that hunt, but I can still apply them into the draw. And so if you if you draw the tag on the public land, you're you save a bunch of money from the private land right. hunt, but you're still you're still getting to hunt. But if you don't draw that tag, then you have the private land hunt already booked, and so you know you're coming. Right. Hunting. So you're hunting you know no matter what. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. No and matter if they what. draw, then you actually have an extra landowner tag. That's right. And then I'll just resell the private land hunt. Gotcha. Okay. So. That's it's, good, uh, though, because then that way you know. I mean, if you want to, for sure, you want to come hunt. Now, I mean, you're already booked out, though, right? Uh, yeah, 2021 is, is really pretty full already. I've got right. a few spots left. Which is good. That's yeah. awesome. But the no, other thing great. here, because a lot of people are listening to this, you know, the thing is, is get on the list. Yeah. yeah. Don't be shy. Don't think, well, because he's saying, well, I'm pretty much booked because there's always – opportunity cancellations family get member gets sick or something Crazy like that things so like this year and covid, COVID comes along yeah, yeah like covid you know. night or two, 20 no it's covid 19 19 but yeah i'm thinking 20 yeah who next, knows what right what the hell's gonna hit us <laughs> yeah. in 2021 but also just like you said i mean you're full for 2021 but yet if one of those guys that have the private land end up drawing then you could possibly still have another one right. it's, it's on that list on right. the backup list yeah yeah, so you could, you could still get. You still have a chance at either one of them. Here's the thing: if you don't make a call or you don't text him, you ain't got no chance. Right, right. Send him I, an I mean, email, so, otherwise yeah. you're just not on the list, yeah. and you're just gonna keep putting it off, yeah. putting it off. I mean, we're sitting here in the kitchen of the camp and in the lodge here, and I'm looking at a wall full of big elk photos. I mean, those oh, are yeah. amazing photos of elk you got going on there. And I like David's antelope. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then I see mule deer. I, I mean, but, but the thing is, is again, is, you know, here's what we've learned from, from years w- with Brian, and that is he's not going to blow smoke. He's telling you what like it is, and he's telling you, you know, he, they're not, he's not a guy that's going to say, oh, yeah, we got 400-inch bulls. And it, that's not what he's telling you. He's no. telling you you're, you're coming in for a great hunt and a great opportunity at their average bull being three, you know, a 300-inch bull. Yeah. And I don't care where you go. That's incredible. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and honestly, when, when we were talking to you about coming out here for mule deer, you said the same thing. There's not a bunch of deer. Right. But you have some nice deer. They're not giants, but it's a good, respectable deer. Right. You and Ralph and I, we just went and within the last phenomenal twenty four hours, less than twenty four hours, he and I just tagged out on some beautiful mule deer bucks. Yeah, we right. would have been done earlier, huh, Bry? Right. We oh. could have been done. We we could have been done earlier. Half done the first day. Yeah. Fully oh done gosh. the second day. Okay, so well, I. Why missed. weren't we done? Do you know? Well, I, I don't want to say. I no, missed. I, I, I'm but sorry. I what was that? I redeemed myself. I got the buck that I missed. I missed the buck two days ago, and I got him this morning, so yeah. it was okay. But we, yeah. would, we would have been done. <laughs> I know. We would have been done. We would have been out of Brian's hair. He's trying to kick <laughs> yeah. us out of this place. And we're like, no, let's do one more thing. Hang on. Let's do this. Yeah. And, and here's the other thing, which is really cool we didn't realize, is we are in the town. Oh, yes. We are in the town of the famous Smokey the Bear. Yep. Yeah. This is where Smokey Bear came from. 
Isn't that, that's Capitan. pretty cool. Here's yep. what's funny is, you know, we drive through, th- you, you take us through town and we see all of the bear, su- you know, all the bear stuff and Smokies all over the place. And, and then you come to the, the, you come to the high school and they're, they're, um, the tigers, the tigers, they're the tigers. Yep. What the <laughs> hell happened there? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's I can't crazy. say, but, uh, <laughs> Tigers are pretty cool too. Though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tigers Lot, are pretty lions tough. Lions and tigers and yeah. bears. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. Yeah. But the other thing, cool. You know. You know. The other thing is, you know, no, you can't see it, but this facility is is incredible, huh? Right. And even like I even said, you know, your wife Kelly, she's an amazing cook. Yeah, she does a great job. Wow. She does a great job. I really like her. I love her personality. She's yes. awesome. She's she bubbly. Is. She's yeah. ready to go. Yeah. You yeah. know, and and the facility is beautiful. And here's the other cool. thing. I thought. I'm sorry. No, but. You, you you built the whole butcher shop right here. Yeah. Yeah, actually, you got both Reggie of our deer here down full there. time. Yeah, we got a butcher full time right down here below the, in the in the shop on the same. On the same property, yeah. Same right property. Here. Yeah. 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 So uh, anybody kills an animal, uh, bring it in, and well, like you guys, your deer will be. He is turning cut up it, yeah. and, and sausage. Yes, and he's turning it leave. around in 24 hours. Yeah. T- turning both our deer into. What did you, What did you order? Oh my gosh! So we're gonna go home with oh. um, Italian sausage, bratwurst, cheese and jalapeno bratwurst, yeah. and that was out of your book, out of yesterday, in our back straps and tenderloins, and then out of mine this morning, we're doing back straps and tenderloins. I don't know how much that one back strap's going to be, but anyways, um, <laughs> yeah. and then and how much ground meat because I really jacked up that one shoulder, yeah, but yeah, I really messed his shoulder up. Anyways, um, we're having chorizo sausage. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Arch yeah. is going to be happy with that. We're getting um, breakfast sausage with green chilies. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and then we're also getting burger, but we're getting burger with jalapeno cheese in it. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. So we have like six different types of sausage stuff coming home with us and. Yeah, I mean, like, I was thinking, like, that burger like that, not even just for on the grill, but, like, tacos and oh, yeah. all that stuff. I mean, yeah. that's going to be, yeah. So, am I making you hungry? <laughs> that's pretty awesome. No. It I, is. I, why, 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 Brian and I were working on your deer. You know, we were, it I was helped, freezing. Our hands were deer. numb, huh, Brian? It I mean, is, it was really rough. cold yeah. outside this we morning. We were it, cold. It, it was it, like 10, it felt like 10 degrees. And Brian and I were slaving, I slaving over, over her buck. I was I mean, it the was, decision on the sausage we And wanted. we turned around, where was she? I with was Reggie going, decision. oh, I like this. We could have that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, whatever. But it was, it was so cold <laughs> that the blood was actually freezing on that cement slab out there. So was our blood inside yeah, our yeah. body. Yeah. It was froze <laughs> too. So Brian looked at me and said, yeah, I hate this cold. I so we it. decided to come inside and do a podcast instead. We're like, okay, we're done with that. That's yeah. cold. <laughs> From X-Bolts to Satori's to A5s and Maxis 2, the Browning lineup of rifles and shotguns covers every need you have. We've been shooting Brownings for years now, and we can honestly say Browning really is the best there is. Go check out their lineup at browning.com. So, Brian, all kidding aside, we can't thank you enough, buddy, really. You, you yeah, know what I mean? All you. these years believing in us because we truly believe in you. Um, and now that Vicky and I are here, we really, we, we you if you'll have us back, us. we would return in a heartbeat we, from yeah. what we saw and just the fun, the laughter, you, you know what I mean? And yeah. it, it all means a lot. Um, th- so how would people reach out to you? They can go to my website, topnotchoutfitters.com. They can email me, topnotchoutfitters at gmail.com. They can give me a call, which is 575 937 
three five seven two. Say that again. Five seven five nine three seven three five seven two. But uh, they can go. Probably the easiest is to go to my f- website and I hit the and, contact button. That right yeah. on there. Yep. And you know, there's a there's a contact page in there. There's my phone number. Everything's there. We're on Facebook and Instagram, so we put all our pictures up there. You can see everything. And I hate doing computer stuff, so I'm kind of. <laughs> Kind of, kind so of bad rough. with getting everything on the website like I should, but you know it's there. But I have, uh, I have a couple of young guides and that help me with Facebook and Instagram, so they're much better. At You're keeping. a lot like Ralph, just so you know, because yeah. he hates all that stuff too, and he, he leaves I it up it. to me and up to RJ and the guys in the office. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just want to say that Ralph is older than me, though. He, oh yeah, he is, but but by how much? Uh, Considerable. Oh, yes. Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> but, Bride, don't you, re- I mean, really think about it. We, we could have been done a couple of days oh earlier. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah let, let, let's throw that back at Vicki. But hang on a second. So I did miss. So technically, okay, so now my brain is just spinning. Are you ready oh, for yeah, this here one? Goes. Are you ready yeah, for this she, one? Get ready for this, this one. I, I, yeah. so listen, everybody pull over if you're driving. Here Outfitters, they give you two-for-one meal deer because basically I shot and missed, and then I got mine. And yeah. Ralph shot and missed, and he got his. <laughs> so don't act like you didn't miss yours. You missed yours. I'm before sorry. You I think they're static. <laughs> so don't even go there. You get two shots. Yeah. I was checking the trajectory on the rifle. Yeah, you give a warning shot. Before I put the killing shot. shot there, it was. It's one of the things we do at Archer Choice Media. We appreciate, and we like to give warning shots out. You know, Absolute, for, for, for yeah, fair chase. Is, is yeah. that it's, not true, fair chase or what? Yeah, yeah, you know, we give them that the warning is. shot, and if they don't heed the warning, then there's nothing we can do about it. Right. Nope. See. So one more time, Bry. If they want to apply, when is the, when is that deadline? The deadline to apply is in March, usually about the 18th or 20th of March. And I like to have everything by the end of February. That gives me time to get the applications done. And if, if I run into any issues getting into their account to uh, do the application, if a credit card won't go through for whatever reason. You have some time. I've got some time to get a hold of whoever and get everything straightened out. So um, typically, first part of January, people start talking to me about all that stuff and then have a contract to me uh, in February or by the end of February, and then I do the applications first couple weeks of March. And so on, on the draw stuff, what what I do is I don't take any money up front. I do all the application stuff for free. They, all I need is the contract and the information on the contract. I'll do all the application and then we just wait until the draw comes out, which is usually the last week in April. So you're, it's just about, it's just a little over a month that it's out there. Oh, that's not that and bad. So, no. not like yeah. other states. Yeah, we were waiting until cool. like July to find out if you yeah, drew or not. Yeah. And by June. the time you find out, it's too late to go on a different hunt. Right. So, by the end of April, you know. And then, if you do draw a tag, that's when I take a fifty percent deposit. Then, but until then, it's all it's all free. I mean, um, the state obviously keeps their share, but yep. it's right. just a few bucks. So, but it's a pretty easy process, really. 
And again, this is why you have such a high return of clientele. You know, they come here, they feel like family, and they don't want to leave. Right. Really. He's going to kick us out. Oh, yeah. You know, I, yeah. Brian probably wanted us out the first day <laughs> yeah, after if, you shot and missed. After I I'm shot just, and missed. He's, yeah. You know, can you imagine what he was thinking? Yeah. Oh, crap. I finally get Ralph and Vic, and she can't and she, shoot. She can't yeah. shoot. Oh, my gosh. I made up for it today. Yeah. We're good. It's all good. <laughs> You know, There's that outfitter sigh again. Yeah, yeah it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell my hunters, one shot and done. Get in there, get out. Let's 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 not run any more animals out than yep. what we need to. Get in, get out, be done. You know, but but, but no, that's not what Vicky did. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I will I will defend Vicky because she 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 nailed him on a quarter and away shot. I mean, she just. Yeah put it right where and she he started to run and vicky was not gonna have that no yeah. i had the opportunity put, i racked another ground in there and, and i took him again she let her browning bark and it barked loud he boom down. down dropped him right there yeah mm-hmm. which was good we'd have no track and no nothing yeah. that's well after brian I missed with his him invasion I, I thought that was yeah. pretty cool on his on his on his pickup truck he's got this winch and his and he pulls out these little ramps and everything and he he could pull a elk in by himself you know in his I mean? little so, toyota pickup yep yep little tacoma so <laughs> hey listen again brian we can't thank you enough buddy it's yeah. been awesome and guys listen and folks i mean if you're looking for a great great hunt you know here again you got to come to top notch you got to talk to brian and the family and see and, and experience what new mexico has to offer in all of the the the, the most highest respect of not only the game the land but also how you're treated here. Absolutely. Thanks again for listening to our podcast, Off Grid Podcast with Ralph and Vicki and Brian from Top Notch. Once again, thank you so much for having us out here. Thank you, guys.